show actually came from us um, learning how to leverage our voice and have even more of an impact and influence. And there are a couple of business communities that I do run in and they encourage me like, get out there, tell your story. Um, how do you make an impact beyond just selling the home? And yeah. so what we knew and what we do know is wealth is so like money. That's just one piece of it. Yeah. Again, if you don't have a mission, if you're not anchored, um, if you're not connected to purpose, like what you're doing it for, right? Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Mastermind Thinks podcast. I am super excited for my guest today. This is the first time that we brought a couple on, and so I'm excited to share the story that they had with you. I actually got to meet them uh, in person more than once. I actually won at, a, at an event. The second one was actually working with them on an event that they were throwing, and so i um, super excited to share what they have for you, and that's Dwayne and Sean. How are you guys doing today? Hey, Chris. Hey, Chris doing well. Good, Yo, it's so good to have you guys on. So real quick for the audience, let's um, give them that origin story. Who who are Dwayne and Sean and like, how did you guys get started? What do you have like going on right now? All right. So who, which, which one of us is going to get started? You, you are. I, I'll let you do it. <laughs> this is what happens when you have couples. All right. So we are Sean and Dwayne Venable or Dwayne and Sean Venable from DSB Legacy Estate. And uh, Chris, Quite frankly, we are on this ambitious mission to build generational wealth, primarily through real estate, and help others in their journey to do the same. Um, we are truly blessed. So our business started out as this real estate investment, and then we began to mentor in that space. And then as a subset of that, because we continue to grow, uh, I ventured out into mentoring and coaching women that are like me who are looking for multiple streams of income. So. Um, we're just on this mission, on this journey to build and to help others do the same. That, that's so cool. What 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 made y'all jump? Like, what was why was real estate the thing for you guys? Were you guys was there something that you were already doing in real estate, or how did you guys get in that space? I'm getting ready to make you laugh because I want to let Dwayne tell his version, and then maybe my version will match with his. With okay. Oh man, this is this is something that uh, kind of been in my heart for a long time. Really, uh, twenty plus years. Um, I was in dibbling and dabbling in different things, um, mainly uh, renovations, though. You know, um, there was a lady in this area. She was a she wasn't a flipper. She was a buy and hold. And uh, basically, she would buy a house and basically ask us, uh, me and my partner, if we could turn them in 30 days. And that's basically what we were doing. We would go in, turn them in 30 days, give them back to her, and uh, and go from there. Um, so years, I was trying to figure this out. Couldn't figure it out back then, like how to get it done. Um, but then uh, me and Sean were kind of like on different journeys as far as that goes. She wasn't really into it yet. You know, she didn't really see the benefit of it because, uh, you know, we it, we didn't, well, we wouldn't really, we weren't able to really do it like, like we could now. And yeah. um, actually then we got together, um, we were, Heading into COVID, and then you know things were getting to be you know kind of scary, and then people were losing jobs as far as you know everything goes. But and I'll let Sean jump in here because this is where she came in, and then uh, we kind of came together and started to really gel. And once we started on the same page, we were on the same page. It was, it was just like boom, and uh, we got introduced to some some uh, phenomenal people who were able to give us some great advice and uh, give us. And open our eyes, basically, because 
uh, I like to say a lot of, uh, we were asleep. Basically, we didn't know, you know, we didn't really know. So uh, I'll let Sean jump in there because that's where she came into the picture. I, I like to hear her part. <laughs> so fast forward 20 years later. <laughs> um, you know, I think for me, this was about, it was, it was two things. Number one, well, actually three. Number one, moving beyond your comfort zone, right? Uh, tapping into your purpose and, and doing what God has created and designed for you to do. Uh, that's going to far outlive you. And quite frankly, when when COVID hit, we we both would, we call ourselves the nine to five corporate athletes, but we are both um, still on our nine to fives. And we've been blessed to um, just really have an opportunity to shift and change some things in that perspective, both leaders in that right. But when COVID hit, I'm like, if my nine to five quit me, what are we going to do? Right. What are we going to do? And so um, that's when it started to really tap into my heart. Like, what do we have in our hands? What have we always been passionate about? And also, what can we build together? We have been married for 23 or 24 years, 20 a lot of years. <laughs> yeah, 20 a lot of years. Once you hit 20, it's forever, right? Yeah, and together, like, a lot longer than that. Um, and it's beautiful to see now as we are merging even more as one, we're able to build a business together that has so much meaning behind it. So it was a no brainer. Uh, we didn't know a lot about real estate. What we knew is we had a dream. We had a passion. We had um, tenacity and we had a will to learn. And that's what got us started. Yeah. So, so how long has DSV been a like how long has it been DSV? Oh goodness! So we are go we are um, two years two years okay. old. Nice. Um, but prior to that, we were in the stage of not officially a company, but mentoring under um, individuals from a real estate perspective and an investment perspective for a year prior to. So when we launched, we hit the ground running. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's so cool. So and look, I got to ask this right because. Me personally, I'm always about the just entrepreneurship life. I'm like, look, I, I, I can spend a hundred hours a week at this thing because it's what I love. And so every time I hear you guys say that the, the nine to five corporate athlete, I'm like, how in the world do y'all have nine to fives, a whole family and a whole nother business? That's it's not a small business. Like that's the part that blo like, how do y'all balance that? I'll let do, you can go first and I, I can, mine is easy. Oh, well, I mean, it, it's, it's just like you said, you can do it. Uh, some things, you know, uh, you can do all day, right? And mm -hmm. and to make it easy is I like it, right? I love to do it. So mm -hmm. it, it makes it easy for me. Uh, sometimes you get lost and don't realize what time it is. I, I give you a perfect example. Last, last night, night. Yeah, last <laughs> night we didn't get home like 2 in the morning because it's like, oh, wow, I didn't even re realize how late it was, you know, and I, I got to work in the morning. So, you know, we were just out there doing what we do. And um, and like you said, the, the work part is actually the nine to five. Everything after that is, is you know, kind of a pleasure. Yeah. And for me, um, it, it's a little bit different. So my nine to five, I absolutely love what I do. Meaning if my company quit me today, that is a passion of mine that I could continue on. I started off as an operator on the shop floor out of high school um, and then continued that career in the pharmaceutical industry, young, married, husband, babies and all. 
And when I tell you my gift made room for me, I was always curious, um, but I've launched into a rear of communication still in that sector. And so what I do is actually work with leaders to coach them, um, to pull in them what's, pull out of them what's already in them and to transform organizations. Yeah. And I, looking like myself, have an opportunity to have a seat at the table where many people don't have that seat to inform, to influence, and to create awareness. So all of those gifts that are inside of me, that's actually what I'm able to do in the business part. The rain runs all the renovation stuff. I'm able to tap into my creative side. And so I have the flexibility and the bandwidth to be creative in both realms. So I have to literally be very mindful that it's time to shut it off and go to sleep. When I'm at work, Mm -hmm. I'm at work. And when I'm at business work, I'm at business work. So I have to, um, our kids have interventions with us if we get too caught up. Oh, that's that's, so look, I'm glad you brought, because that was a good segue because what I was thinking about is um, when I worked at that event with you guys, one of the things that inspired me was the fact that your kids were there. And they weren't just, and, and to me, in my opinion, on the outside, like they didn't seem like they were, you know, forced to be right. You know, how sometimes we, they, they yeah. seemed like they wanted to be there and they were a part of it. And like, so me, I got two high school seniors about to graduate and then I got two babies and I'm, tr- I'm, I've my whole career tried to figure out how to get them involved or how did that work for you guys? Was it a no brainer for them? And they were just like, yeah, I'll do it. Or was it, did you have to coerce them the first few years to get them in? We tell them this is their business. Every property that we walk, this is your house. Um, We asked them, we did an interview with, we actually interviewed them and then they interviewed us. Um, Mm -hmm. What do you want to be when you grow up? Not even the sky is the limit. Uh, What do you want your legacy to be? So we started to have conversations like this so that it it is now the norm versus the outflyer. And we don't force things on them, right? So there's some things they're really not interested in, but when they feel like they have a stake in the game or they are a stakeholder, it takes on a whole new meaning. Yeah. You got to get them up here one day. They'll tell you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, we have these conversations all the time, and they they laugh at me all the time because I use metaphor after metaphor after metaphor. Like, what are you doing? Like, what, if this, you know, with your situation, what are you going to do? Yeah. You can't just sit. You know, you got to live. And I've never liked the fact that I, the more I work, the more money somebody else makes. It, it makes sense to me. Never have, never will. You know, so I, I try to teach them the same thing. You got to go out here. You're not going to get rich working for somebody else. Oh, yeah. not going to get. I just thought about something, too. So, you know me. This is real life with us, right? Yeah. Um, I think for me, a part of the secret sauce is leveraging the gifts in them. I'm not trying to create a mini me. Dwayne is not trying to create a, a mini them. But what gifts and talents do they have inside of them that they can continue to enhance and cultivate that will show them leadership? Because this is the training ground. This is like on the job training so that when they go out into the world and do whatever it is that they want to do, they excel because they've had a place, a safe place to practice and to cultivate that gift. So they, um, in hand, walk taller. When they know who they are, they stand, you feel like they stand taller because they've been able to do it over there. So it's nothing over here they can't do. Oh my gosh, that's so good. Like, and, and so another thing in there is what I loved about your, the name of the business, right? Is legacy because that's something that I thought about and I wish I'd have thought about it earlier, right? And so now it's trying to figure it out. 
has legacy always been something that you guys have been after or did that come, you know, halfway through your marriage? Like what, at what point was legacy started being important to you guys? <laughs> That's funny. Um, so this is it. This is an interesting story. Probably a story never told. We never really told uh, a part of this is. I'm scared. I don't <laughs> no, know what you're about to say. <laughs> no, I mean, originally, you know, we were naming the company, you know, that was the legacy that we were living. Uh, we were actually, uh, thinking about taking on a, a name actually started by my grandmother. So we were actually even thinking about taking on that name because it was a family name. You know, it was a family business that she set up for everybody to build LLCs or whatever they wanted to build under that umbrella. But as, as we talked about it, you know, uh, we talked about it with our CPA and you know, he was like, you know, well, what is it really bringing to the table? Like, what is it bringing? Is there anything associated with it that's going to really help you guys with what you're doing? And he was, and you know, came up with the solution that you know maybe we should start our own legacy. You know, build something without you and build something um, going further. But yeah, legacy has always been something that that's important because I mean I think uh, so much was instilled in us from others. So much was given to us and others. So much was poured into us and so much was um, so we were so protected by others as far as uh, our gifts and making sure that we move forward. In life, I think that legacy is important. You know, it's we can't let that full stop flowing there. It's got to flow down. Yeah, and I feel just supercharged because um, even prior to this, I had a conversation with my mom, and I literally feel that each and every one of us has royalty running through our veins. Like, it's that deep, and it can't die with me. Just can't. Oh, man, that's so that's so good. And so something interesting you just said, Dwayne, about you said I think you said your grandmother had already had like Yeah. So was it as you guys as younger, were you thinking about entrepreneurial stuff or was it like when did that hit? I, like I said, it, it has always been a thing for me. Like, you know, I worked hard growing up and we worked we didn't really have a lot going on as, as far as I'm speaking from my family my side. You know, we didn't really have a lot. You know what I mean? So I look at other people do things and go, you know, do different places. And and, and I was I just knew that it was more out there. You know, there was more out there for me. Like I I was always limited, you know, and then some, you know, sometime or other, you know, come to the thing, be the change you want to see, right? You got to be that change. And I wanted to see things. I wanted solutions. For problems and and I wanted to get to different levels and different things and no nobody was there for you know for that information I didn't get that information from anybody you know I couldn't find what I needed so I, I, I tried to be uh, I wanted to be that solution for somebody else and I knew one thing I was good with my hands and you know people were always asking me to do things and I could fix just about anything or you know do it a load of things. And so that's how it started for me. Um, just people asking, hey, can you build a fence? It all started with a fence. Can you put up a fence? Nah, I never done it, but, you know, it doesn't look that hard. You know, go out there and try it. Start. And then, they, hey, I got a, I want an A-frame built on the side of the house. Can you do that? Mm, let me call somebody. And, you know, and that's how it all started and, and just took off from there on the beginning. But it didn't start a company. You know, it's just the entrepreneurship, you know. Just want to do something that, you know, I, I had control over the flow. Yeah. 
And I think for for me, I'll be quick on it. Um, I always shied away from entrepreneurship because I didn't understand the word. I, I moved in a safe space. I would say this, even though, because I think we all sense it if we're honest with ourselves, I knew always there was more to me than meets the eye. I just didn't know where or how. Um, but as I reflect back on it, I remember being in middle school, um, braiding hair, doing girls' hair, making my money on the side. In high school, I did different things with um, creativity to make money. I've always operated in that vein. And even when I moved into the corporate sector, I always found myself on the um on the side where it's almost like a corporate entrepreneur, I was creating and building global initiatives and programs that were deployed to countries. And so I began to think, and it's not about the money, but it's the concept, right? Do I want to make $100,000 for a billion dollar company? Or do I want to become the CEO of what we're building? And in addition, for now, stay within this multiple stream. So it's just a mindset that shift and paradigm shift for me. And and Chris, I always knew that she had it, right? No, this mm-hmm. is. And I I'm, I was trying to be her flavor flay. You know, I was, <laughs> I was trying to be the hype man, trying to push her out there to do different things. And, and I work, we ended up working in the same space together. And I was just like, man, Sean, you, you just like, I know you at home, but when I get here, I, I really see like a different side of you. And I, I really think you some stuff. So now the tables are turned and I'm trying to have a conversation <laughs> with him a year from now. Yeah. <laughs> that's, oh my gosh, that's so good. And so in that, that's, again, you like, you guys are just leading the conversation because the segue for that is me wondering as a couple, was it easy when you guys came to work together um, to know who played what roles and it <laughs> played our shake his head? He's like, no, I won't. Okay. <laughs> I think um I think it was some some figuring out that had to be done, but I think naturally we kind of say you know shifted into our positions and uh, and we kind of found the lines as we move along, and then sometimes they you know I have to go over this side, she has to go on that side, but you know we we naturally kind of found the lines. We didn't we didn't define them at first. We just jumped into it and everybody doing everything and it was not working. <laughs> so we just had to go back to the table and say, Hey, you graded this, you graded this, okay, you take care of that, you know. So it's a it's a push pull situation. You know, sometimes when, when she's pulling, I'm not gonna pull, you know, I'm just gonna push, you know, just just have to kind of fall in. And that's all about leadership really. So if you're gonna be a leader in order to be a good leader, you gotta know how to follow, right? Mm-hmm. And if she's doing something great. I'm not going to pull against it. Even if it's not the best way, I'm going to push to make it go through and then we'll talk about it on the other side. You know. Ooh, we have so zones of genius. Yeah, that's <laughs> so good. And that's what I was wondering because I know, like, when we personally, I was one of the things, me and my wife, we had tried a couple times uh, on a couple projects and we were like, all right, we need to we need to figure out some other stuff before we jump into business because I'm, I personally am just an overdriver and, like, I. I'm so used to controlling everything. And so mm-hmm. she's like, look, all right, Hoss, you need to chill a little bit. So that, that, that's why I was like, I just had to hear that from you guys. Um, and so a little bit more about what you guys do now in the business, right? Um, are there just certain types of real estate investments that you guys are doing? Or, or are you kind of dabbling in different methods or what's your, fl- you what's your flavor? <laughs> so our flavor pr- uh, for now primarily is the fix and flip 
piece of it, right? What I will say, and you will hear this from a lot of real estate investors um, and just business savvy people, the true way of building generational wealth is really with the buy and hold, right? You're able to purchase the property. You're able to get someone in there, help them uh, have a better way of life. They're essentially paying that property off and you can use that to leverage it for other things. Um, for us to fix and flip, we understand our market, the market that we're in now. And it's very, very lucrative in the area because we were able to go into an area of an underserved community. So our mission drew drove uh, what we wanted to do as far as our exit strategy. We essentially go into underserved communities. Um, we fix those houses up, give them TLC, put them back on the market for affordable housing. And then we are able to allow someone else to buy it and have a better quality of life. It serves us from a personal aspect. Financially, we are able to hire crews and give them jobs. We're able to bring that community up. And then the money that we make, we reinvest it back into the community until now you have a whole block that's transformed. Like That is so cool. Um, Dwayne can take it longer term. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's it though. I mean, basically, um, just flow. Really understand the market. I mean, understand what people are asking for. You know, right now, the 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 real estate industry is up. Like the the market is up. It's a seller's market. So, I mean, we're gonna flow with it until it changes. And then when it changes, we'll change strategy. I mean, we got a long term strategy. You know, of course, but. Um, What's going to quick? What's the quickest way for us to get there to our long-term strategy? And I mean, that's basically what we do. And as we go on, we'll review it periodically and see, okay, where are we at now? Where where's the market at? What is it telling us? You know, what do we need to do? Do we need to move on? Eventually, we may get to new construction. You know, we may build a subdivision. You know, it's just depending on what the market is telling. Okay. Upscale. Might have an apartment building, might build a theme park. I don't know. You okay. know, just depending on what people are asking for you. Yeah, I love I love that. I love the flexibility and, and how it can change. And and so one of the things you said was um the affordable housing piece, right? And so I always I always get into these conversations with people a lot because you're in this capitalistic society, right? And everybody's like, yeah. no, you just got to make as much as possible. And so when people say, well, no, we just try to make, we, we know what the profit is, but we can make profit and still help people. Why, why is that part important? Oh, my goodness. It's important because, number one, from an integrity standpoint. So this comes to core values as an entrepreneur. Mm, if you are not rooted and grounded in your core values, you will let money drive you. Um, but that's not true success. We had a property recently that we closed on. We could have made $80,000 out of the deal. We put $30,000, and this is his number so you can understand it, back into the deal because that was a single mother with the family. And we wanted to make sure that she was set up for success, that she didn't have, that we're just not leaving her. We're not dropping her. That's not a part of our mission is to leave and drop. Our mission is to help and to support and uplift. And in turn, we're going to get that back. But if you're not um, anchored to your mission, you're going to make all kinds of decisions. I want to be able to sleep at night. And I want to know that if I were not here anymore and that was my daughter, someone would give her that same opportunity. That's, man, that's so good, the mission part. Um, because earlier you guys were talking about, you know, your, your gift-making room for you. And 
And just in that, like, because <laughs> of me, I, I, ain't, I struggle sometimes. Sometimes I'm just like, if somebody willing to pay it, I would mark that thing up till they, till they pay. Um, now, wait, hold on, Chris, though. Here's the thing. There are pieces of it. For example, we have programs that we do. We do VIP coaching. We have um, mentoring groups. When we know the value that we bring, that's one piece of it. And um, it is important for people to invest in themselves. Right. So I'm never selling you anything. You're making an investment in yourself and in your future. Yeah. However, when it comes to matters of the heart and there's an opportunity to make sure that you align to your mission, you always want to do the right thing. So you, when you have those core questions, am I doing the right thing? Could I sleep at night? Um, if I woke up in the morning and this story was on the front center of the news page, how would I feel? And would my mother be proud? That Those are the questions that we ask. But when it comes to products and services that have value, um, I want you to invest in you. And sometimes if it's so accessible, people underestimate the value. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, that part, that part right there. Mm-hmm. Um, so how long have you, so how long have you been doing the coaching? Because the, the main part of the coach you were saying, that's based on the real estate, correct? Or yeah, well, it's, it's twofold. So um, so there, there are two things that happen. Number one, um, I, in the corporate world, like I said, I do all of that stuff, right? But when it came to the personal, I'm like, okay, we're going to do this real estate. We're going to do the one thing. You know, you and I rock in this community, MMC, right? Um, and Coach Glenn even helped me with the one thing. He was like, get great at the one thing first. Um, and then my mentor, Dr. Joyce, said, but be all the things. You can be all the things, just not all the things that air all the time. So what happened is that um, for me in particular, women started asking me, we know you're just getting started, but there seems to be this secret formula to what you and your husband have going on. In your workspace, there seems to be this secret formula to what you have going on. We want the blueprint so we can make our dream become alive. And so for a long time, I shied away from it um, until I began to change my mindset and say, am I doing a disservice? Am I literally sitting on a gift that God has given me and I'm not using it because I'm making it about me when it's never about me beyond me. Yeah. That's so good. Cause that's one of those things I struggled with was I didn't want to be a, I didn't want to sell any sell information because mm-hmm. you know, it's, I mean, and I feel like you guys know, especially in the real estate space, right? There's so many people out there that are like, Oh, I can help you make a hundred thousand dollars tomorrow. Yeah. But, you know, Chris, it's hard though because you know people ask you questions and we for a long time we just answer them shut them down hey i can right. bring you through the whole thing let me tell you let me help you bring you to the conference so you can learn then i mean that like the conference we barely even had a charge for it i mean it was even i don't even know if we covered the, the building that we were in you know as yeah. far as sales go we were just trying to share the information but you know people get that information then they'll go home and won't do anything with it but you know when people pay for something yeah. When they really pay for that information, they'll then they look at it a little different. Now it's an investment because yeah. okay, now I put my money on it. So now I gotta do something with it. Or I just wasted my money. So you know, they'll waste your time, but they don't want to waste their money. <laughs> so you just have to be careful. That part and then the last thing that I'll say is when you have an opportunity for people to invest, you're able to now reinvest and impact more people. Yeah. 
I can't spread my net wide if I don't have the resources to be able to do it. Like we can all eat together, right. really. Yeah. I want us to. But it's about making an impact and um just having that ripple effect to continue to make a positive impact in the world. Yeah, because we were, I think what drove us to that conference was the number of people who were asking, the number of people who were coming say, you know, I want to learn, I want to know. So, you know, instead of trying to spend 50 hours, you know, telling 50 people, <laughs> if I can just get y'all all together in one place and sit y'all down, we can walk through this together. And we try to get everybody in all the pieces together. So if you had questions that I couldn't answer, there was somebody to answer your question. So to really give them a solid foundation. So um, yes. that's so good. And like the the great part about the conference again is like I was I didn't come as an attendee, right? I came to help you guys on the tech side and then I was like, I'm yes, sitting there taking you. notes myself, like, hold on. <laughs> How after the event did you have conversations with people or follow people to see how many people actually follow through with the information? Cause it was such good information. Like I was there. I'm not a real estate guy by no means at this point, obviously it's a future thing, but do they follow up? Was it, do you guys feel like you, it was worth it for you? So the, before we go there, what I'm going to say is thank you, Chris, number one, for supporting us. Um, because as entrepreneurs, sometimes we feel like we can do it all, but you literally allowed us to operate in our zone of genius where we didn't have to focus or worry about anything else. Um, so because of that, I, I know that people's lives were enriched because we weren't spread too thin. And I would hate to bring somebody somewhere and then we're not able to pour. So that's the first thing. Thank you. Um, the second thing is there have been so many testimonies that have brought us to tears. Um, this year, we're actually bringing a, a young lady back to be one of the speakers. She oh, wow. was inspired in the room and she's doing more than we are now. This woman has written a book. She's talking about 50 ways to build generational wealth. She is out there buying up houses and blocks. She has a mentoring program. Um, there was something that was ignited inside of her and she just needed to be in the room with like-minded individuals and someone to say that you can and yeah. so um, in addition to that, we've, um, we've had VIP clients that are now purchasing their first property, moving in their space, have their LLC set up, their business, their mission. We have people that are moving now into nonprofit spaces. Their dreams are becoming alive. We have books that have been written out of it. Like it is when okay. I tell you um, super crazy, Yeah. like, whoa. <laughs> And then there's people that are not they're not really you know I mean that I know that not really saying a lot but they they moving behind the scenes and they're doing big things and I and I really can tell you know they're making a difference. Yeah. So this year is about the evidence. Mm. That's that's so good because and I had to ask because like I said I was there I saw the information I'm like this is so good like and like you because I think you said you were talking about earlier too the way where you said. Uh, people ask you for free and they don't do nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, all right, let me charge you a little something and, and, and make it worth it. Um, man. So, so this year, is it going to be bigger this year? Are you keeping it kind of the same size? So you got just new people come in or what's the thought behind it? So this year, the concept is bigger. Okay. However, we have, we want to keep an intimate environment. Yeah. 
Um, and that's really, really important because we need to touch and feel the people and we need a, a space for them to be able to ask. So the rundown of it is, um, and what we've learned even on our journey is, um, real estate is a key component and that is one way to build generational wealth. We have essentially attracted entrepreneurs and business owners to say, again, even if real estate is not my dream, I want the blueprint. So this year, we are actually bringing in um, our Wealth Roundtable Live Edition. So we will have real, uh, real estate brokers, general contractors, wholesalers. Uh, we are talking, we have a couple that raised money for their first investment property. Um, so we're talking about how to become the bank. We, we not only want to talk about making money, but how you grow money and sustain money. So we have a gentleman that's coming in from a financial literacy standpoint, and it's a, he's a financial advisor to talk about trust and estate, other investments. And then we have a business coach who's coming in to talk about how you make all of your dreams come true, literally by using what's in your hands. So we are talking about the what, we're talking about the how, and our prayer is that people will leave out with something physically to take it to the next step of, of, of obtaining their dream promise. Hey, that's so good. And look, you hit, you hit me with the other thing. I totally forgot even about the show that you guys have. Um, what made you guys even jump into that? Like, I got to ask that because, you know, I'm a content guy, right? So I got to even, you know, why? why? Yeah. Dwayne, tell me why. Because this is interesting again. Let me see what he's going to say, Chris. <laughs> it, it was all her, Chris. She, did, she, she threw me in there. Uh, no, we were, um, I, I mean, how did we get started with the show? Like, what was really the driving force behind the show? Um, it was a lot going on at that time. So, uh, what do you think it was? I'm just curious. This is good. <laughs> This is like real, real. Good. I, wonder, I don't know because I, I can't remember like what was what drove the, the show to become a show because we were actually I think we interviewed with them but and what made it become a show because I can't I, remember. I picked it up from here. Yeah, yeah I, it, was, it was a lot going on um, at that time. I can't really remember. <laughs> so the the show actually came from us. Um, learning how to leverage our voice and have even more of an impact and influence. And there are a couple of business communities that I do run in and they encourage me, like, get out there, tell your story. Um, how do you make an impact beyond just selling the home? And yeah. so what we knew and what we do know is wealth is so like money. That's just one piece of it. Yeah. Again, if you don't have a mission, if you're not anchored, um, if you're not connected to purpose, like what you're doing it Right. And so we started out on this mission to really redefine the meaning of wealth. So we we're like, OK, the wealth roundtable. So we'll talk about real estate, but we're going to talk about family and we're going to talk about ownership. We're going to talk about what it means to be an entrepreneur. Shoot, we're going to talk about what it's going to be like when it gets hard. Like, yeah, what does it look like when you thought it would work and it didn't? Mm, <laughs> right. So good. Yeah. And so it just kind of evolved and grew yeah. into. Um, now something that we are so excited about. We also knew, and I'll say this, um, that we wanted to get people to the right people, Ooh, right? So we're not the expert. Like Chris is the expert, the bomb.diggity.com when it right. comes to all this digital stuff and how to move in these streets. Yeah. I can't tell you how to do that. 
But what I can tell you is I know a man named Chris that can tell you how to do it. So Chris needs to come on the show. Can't say Chris needs to come on the show. <laughs> <laughs> we, no, no. When she said that, that reminds me. Like when we first got started, like we were building, she was building the website and we were listening, listing all these different things. And I was like, people are going to be confused. Right? They're not going to know exactly what it is that we do. They want to yeah. know. They're going to say, okay, well, what exactly? She's like, no, I think it's cool. They're going to understand. And then we went and people say, now, what exactly is it that you guys do? Because there's a lot of stuff on that website. And there's a lot of stuff. So, I mean, we kind of redefined our purpose. And uh, I think this show is is kind of giving us, it, we, we're still coming right back to where we started, right? I think we just needed to be clear for other people. But we were clear the entire time on what our, our goals were as far as uh, encouraging people, lifting people, coaching people teaching, you know, and bringing people along for the journey. And I think um, what happened is that show gave us that great platform to do that. You know, it gave us the opportunity to add in all of those other things. We kept the website mainly uh, real estate, but we still never lost sight of what we really had going on and what we wanted to do. And that show actually brought us that back, you know, and actually gave us a platform to do that. So I want to say thank you to those guys for doing that. That's, man, that's so that's so good because it's one of those things that I try to tell people too, right? Is that you like you like you guys are saying your zone of genius, right? You know your thing. There are people behind you that don't know but want to know, and yeah. so it's like, how do you give back to them? And again, you know, you can also still be selfish with it in the content side, right? Because now you have this content that more people can discover you and find you, and so um, I love that you guys did that. Like that's you know. Yeah, yeah, know me long enough. No content is yeah. <laughs> excited about content. Um, f- for your kids, are they? Do they seem to be following in some of your footsteps, or do they have their own dreams? And they just kind of took your took um, the space that you gave them to grow and are doing their own thing, or what's? <laughs> so, um, man, I, I like. I can say that we started young with them. They're still in different concepts of them and, and just different ways of thinking. And I can, I always go back to this story whenever we talk about it. You know, I remember when my kids were young, young, like maybe three, seven and 10, you know, you know, somewhere in that range. Yeah. And um, what I did, I took them to the back door and I was like, I want y'all to uh, knock down this door. My oldest daughter looked at me. She's 10. She's about nine, somewhere in there. She looked at me. She looked at that door. She was like, this is crazy. I'm going back. I'm going in. <laughs> you know, and I, I looked at my second daughter. And I said, hey. Hold up. And this is all um, aligned to their personalities. So the yeah. older, oldest daughter is very structured, very strategic. It's going to make sense. Okay. No nonsense. So then, you know, you know my, my new baby girl, I said, hey, knock down this door. She looked at me. She looked at that door. She backed up, and she ran full speed into that door. Boom. <laughs> she hit it twice. I was like, you know, check one thing. Personality. Very <laughs> determined. You're not yeah. going to do what you can't do. <laughs> okay. So, so I was like, okay. All right. So I'm just trying to figure out who, who are they. So and then I asked my baby girl. I said, hey. Knocked down the store. So she looked at me. She looked at her mom. She looked at her two sisters. And she walks over to the door. And she's 
not 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 not. So she knocked on the door. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I just want to see which one we're after. Third personality, learn from everybody else. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so good. So you know, basically, you know, just trying to understand their personalities and what what they would do, just to kind of get an idea of what who they are. But we, but yeah, we try to talk to them and, and get them to understand concepts and, and basically not don't matter what you do. Don't matter how you do it. Just have a goal in mind. Uh, put some have have an end goal in mind. Yeah. Think about the steps to get there, and what you got to do, you know, to to start. And and that's where they are. And they they are all uh, doing great, amazing things. doing amazing things. They all have uh, great dreams. And I try to you know we try to instill in them that it's not even the sky's the limit. I get that from Sean. Not even the sky's the limit. Yeah, because you know, when you get there, guess what? There's it's still gonna be more room to go up. You know, so yeah. Just yeah. uh, and and they just take off. They just taking off with it, man. And I, I can't even get into like all the different things and ideas that they've talked about and brought forth. Yeah, I'll say this: um, the evolution of that. Like if we fast forward, one of my proudest moments as a mom mm-hmm. is um, our oldest daughter sent us a text not even a week ago. And she talked to us about a great opportunity that um, just was an amazing opportunity. And she said, look at mom and daddy got me out here reaching for the stars. <laughs> like that thing <laughs> made me feel so good um, because they came back to tell us Yeah. when they inspire us to do more. Yeah. That's so good. And, and that's, that's real because I, I mean, and that that's something that my mom my mom taught me, you know. And um, even though sometimes she would she would forget that in 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 some of the conversations we would have, but she I don't care what job it is, apply for it. You know, yeah. just apply for it. If it's a vice president, apply for it because either they're gonna they're gonna tell you yes or they're gonna tell you no. If you don't, it's definitely a no. So, you know, I mean, you just got to reach for it. And um, it's funny because I had an opportunity once and I, I kept applying for these jobs. I was temp, temporary, you know, and that's how I got into this position. I mean, now I'm kind of in this zone. Basically, I applied for jobs, kept applying for jobs. The manager called me and basically asked me, like, is something wrong? I was like, no. He's like, uh, is somebody bothering you? Is there a problem? I'm like, not at all. He was like, yeah, I said, why, why are you asking me these questions? He was like, man, because it don't, it doesn't matter what position I post, right? It doesn't matter. I know that I'm gonna have at least one application, and that's gonna be yours. <laughs> and I said, listen, I said, listen. I, one thing I noticed when I walked in this door that these people are asleep, right? They are asleep. They don't want anything. I, I know that there's opportunities out here for me. I'm temporary. Yeah. I'm trying to get in the door. I got goals. That's my first goal is to get in the door. I don't care what position it is. I just need to get in the door. So he was like, and I said, and then from there I can go, you know, and do my thing. So basically, my I passed this on, right? Yeah. Whatever it is, if you want to get in the door, you got to apply for something. You got to get in there. That's all you got to do is get your foot in the door and show people what you can do. Your first impression is your last impression. So make sure when you get in the door, you take off. So Personality, daredevil. Yeah. Me, I'm just gonna build the door. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh my gosh, that's so good. I'm gonna have to take. I'm gonna have to do that test now. When I get home, I'm gonna... <laughs> like I learned this. I learned this, guys. Let me uh, let's try something. Oh my gosh, what? Um, man, <laughs> that's so good. What's next for you guys? Like, what's the? So I know you guys got the event coming up. Um, and then you guys got the show going on. What else you guys got going on that you want to tell the people about? So I'm so excited. We are, um, we will have our event in November. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we are going to be releasing, um, some digital self-paced products for, yes, for, for, um, individuals who may have a really, I don't want to say busy, but productive life, right? And they need to move at their pace with an opportunity for community and membership that they're able to come into. Uh, so we really want to maximize our time and our potential and our outreach. Um, in addition to that, you listen, Chris, I'm getting ready to tell the air so I'm not even talk to my husband about it. Oh, goodness. No, it's not bad. Um, Feel inside of me volumes and chapters of another book. Last year, we were able to co-write and co-labor our first book um, entitled From Vision to Full Execution. And this year, um, and I'll be really honest with you, that was a book of, it was a short collection, um, high-level story um, to inspire people. And it was actually like a strategy to execution plan based on our lives. This next book is a little bit of a peek behind the veil Ooh, that's good. into the life of Sean. Yeah, the evolution um, from a child to now yeah. and the, the nugget. Um, and I have a whole big, wonderful, nice feature from Mr. Venable. <laughs> Afraid, afraid. <laughs> he said, "You the dead devil, man. You ain't allowed to be afraid. You supposed to no. jump, <laughs> jump out the plane." I, I never thought about that, you know. But I guess that would be my personality. I, yeah, I'm probably a dead devil. I'm a dead devil. I, I don't accept no for anything. I, I'll go. I'm all go. Oh my gosh, I love that. Um. I appreciate you guys. Like, um, the, the, one of the big reasons I love doing podcasts, right. is cause we've been around each other before, but yeah. we've never had this conversation. And so I appreciate you guys taking the time out because like I said, from afar, there are things that I've seen from you guys that just gave me the opportunity to ask those questions and you guys for being so transparent and open to sharing that. Um, cause my hope is that this, people that watch this will go, Oh, wow. Like, they can do that thing. I can do that thing, whether it's the family piece or the you, the fact that you are, like you said, the nine to five corporate athlete, that you don't have to quit your job to do the side thing that get, that's your passion. Like you can do both if you want to. But the key is you say it because you want to. That's what I love about it. So when you um, start being there, that's something different. <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, tell the people, where can they follow you guys? So as you know, all the things that you guys announced, so that way they can follow up and see uh, what you got going on in the future. And when that book drops, where can they find you? So um, got dsvlegacyestates.com. Um, we're on Facebook, Instagram, um, DSV Legacy Estates. So, I mean, any of the 
those social media platforms or email or web page. You know, you go to our web page, you can find uh, links for some of the stuff we are doing, um, upcoming events. Uh, um, you can see some of the stuff we've done in the past. Uh, even have a YouTube channel, DSV Legacy Estate. So just look us up. We're here. We out there. And please sign, please sign up because, you know, I do a lot of things with the ladies and I'm talking about this whole book thing. Right. Um, but the fellas, they've been like, yo, yo. And Dwayne is just like stepping out. So just uh, sign up, gentlemen, because there's some exciting things coming. But we, we used to call him Russ, but his name is all the way to Wayne now, like D. Wayne. <laughs> came me over the red run now. <laughs> I love that. Oh my gosh. Uh, so excited. Again, I appreciate you guys. Thank you for taking the time out uh, to record this and um, so much. Uh, any last parting words you want to leave with the people? Oh no, man. Uh, just be you. You know what I mean? Discover who you are. Be honest with yourself. You're not who people say you are. You're not, you know, your past. You're not, you know, just your persona is you're not what people think you are not what people want you to be be yourself you know and figure out what it is that's in you and bring that out and, and go with it so that's so good move forward so First, good. the best thing you can ever do for yourself is take a step forward oh my gosh so many nuggets shine you like have one for two see why i like him <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I think the only thing that I'll say is um, it's something that my mother told me today. You are an answer prayer. Mm. Yeah. Simply put, just get out there and do the thing. Someone is looking for you. Someone is waiting for you to show up. Show up. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever you're looking for is also looking for you. Yeah. Mm. Whatever you're looking for is also looking for you. Yeah, y'all dropping too many nuggets. Y'all gonna set the podcast on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Well, again, thank you guys so much. Thanks for checking out this episode of the Mastermind Thanks podcast. Um, I'm going to have all in the description, whether you're listening or watching this on YouTube, check out the description down below. All their links will be down there so you can make sure to follow them and see what they have going on. And until next episode, see you then. Yeah.